Securities and advisory services offered through National Planning Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Barber Financial Group and NPC are separate and unrelated companies. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. Neither NPC nor BFG accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Consult with a qualified financial, legal, or tax professional prior to taking any action. If I had a million dollars Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's America's Wealth Management Show with your hosts, Dean Barber and Bud Casper. Dean and his guests, America's leaders in the financial industry, have made it their mission to show everyone how to grow, keep, and leave their money. Dean Barber is the author of Social Security Essentials and Retire a Winner. Dean is also a frequent contributor to CNBC, CNN Money, Smart Money, Bloomberg Radio, The Wall Street Journal, and Investment News. He has the answers to their questions. He has the answers to yours. So stay right here. Thanks for joining us here on America's Wealth Management Show. I'm your host, Dean Barber, along with Bud Casper. I want to fast forward to Tuesday, November the 8th. It's Election Day. The citizens of our country have voted for the next president of the United States. So will it be Donald Trump or will it be Hillary Clinton? If it's Hillary Clinton, does this mean higher taxes are just around the corner? Does it mean there's a recession around the corner? If it's Donald Trump, could his fiscal policies trigger the next recession or the next stock market correction? Listen, if you're retired or even nearing retirement, I know this is on your mind. You're you're wondering, how is this election going to impact you? How is it going to impact your investments? And ultimately... How will it impact your retirement or your pending retirement? And one thing's for sure, we've got 10,000 baby boomers turning 65 every single day, and they're retiring in droves. And any negative consequence, any negative consequence as a result of this election would come at a very vulnerable time for these boomers who are trying to make the most out of every dollar they've saved for retirement. They can't afford another 2008-style correction now. So how will this presidential election impact you? What can you do to protect your money and your retirement? Today, Bud and I are going to talk about some potential financial consequences that come, could come with Hillary or Trump. Plus, we're going to talk about strategies that we're employing with our very own clients right now to help them election-proof their retirement, no matter who becomes our next president. So, but let's go back in time. And, you know, there's discussions. Is it best to have a Democrat in the office to get the stock market to go up, or is it best to have a Republican? And we can go back over time and we can see that... The answer is yes. Yes, yes. (laughs) So, so So over time, you've seen during Democratic presidencies uh, a slightly better overall stock market performance than with Republicans in office, right? Mm -hmm. But if you dig in and you get a little bit deeper, we can go back to, let's go back to Richard Nixon. Okay, Richard Nixon took office in 1969. And he was in office from 1969 to 1974. And then following that, we had 
Gerald Ford, all right? So it's Gerald Ford from 1974 to 77. Now, Nixon was in office, and during his uh, period in office, we had a negative 1.69% per year average return in the markets. Gerald Ford, on the other hand, was 18.1% per year, Mm -hmm. all right? Which is the highest of any president ever. Highest of any president ever. Only uh, second to Bill or uh, Bill Clinton. Second, uh, George H. W. Bush. Uh, third, very close tie between Ronald Reagan and Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Jimmy Jimmy Carter was right up there too. Believe it or not. Yeah. Even with the high inflation and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing: when you take a look at not just who's coming into office, but let's look at what was going on in the markets when these presidents took office. That's a big deal. Now, we've been talking about that in our investors' halftime report, but if you go back to when Richard Nixon took office, equity valuations were about 50% above fair value. Mm -hmm. And by the time Gerald Ford took office, equity valuations were about 45% below fair value. So when when Ford took office, it was a very, very uh, favorable time. In 1981, Ronald Reagan took office, equity valuations were 54% below fair value, right? Mm -hmm. And yet when George W. Bush took office just after Clinton, equity valuations were 157% above fair value. Had nowhere to go but down. Yeah, and I think the takeaway that you're saying with that, Dean, is that the market cycles themselves are are what they are you know and therefore whether you were elected at the at the low end of an of an economic cycle or the high end which would possibly predetermine what the next few years was going to be in fact is just a luck of the draw right and where are we today equity valuations at 83% above fair value second longest bull market in history five consecutive quarters of earnings declines in the S&P 500 and all kinds of shaky things going on. So, you know, I don't know who's going to get elected, right? But I know this, that investors need to be cautious right now simply because of where valuations are and how long in the tooth this bull market is getting. And, you know, we're talking about how this presidential election could impact you and your investments. And I can't guarantee much of anything in my position. I, obviously, you know, we, we, but I can guarantee you this. The election will come. The election will go. We'll have a new president. And I can guarantee that you're still going to need to generate income in retirement. I can guarantee that you'll still need to pay for health care. And I can guarantee that you're still going to have to pay taxes. No matter who wins the election, life goes on. And if you don't have a financial game plan, you're setting yourself up for failure. Let us show you how easy it can be to get your financial house in order for your retirement with our five-point retirement master plan. Don't let any event, whether it's an election, a Brexit, a Fed announcement, or anything else, control your money or your retirement. You take control. We'll do this for you, no cost, no obligation, so you've got nothing to lose. Now, a lot of the strategies that we employ, they work best for people who've saved a million dollars for retirement, but we want to help those of you who want to get there as well. So if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers right now. Schedule your five-point retirement master plan. It's absolutely free. Call 877 877- 500-0350. That's 877-500-0350. We can only do this for the first 10 qualified callers right now. 877-500-0350. You're listening to America's Wealth Management Show. I'm Dean Barber along with Bud Cass, where we're going to get into some details about how you can election-proof your retirement right after this. 
And now, more of America's Wealth Management Show with Dean Barber and Bud Casper. Welcome back to America's Wealth Management Show. I'm Dean Barber along with Bud Casper. We're talking about how the presidential election could impact your portfolio and ultimately your retirement. But before we jump into the next segment, if you've got more questions than you have answers about retirement, if you want to ensure that you get the most out of every dollar you save for retirement, then I want you to get a copy of our latest report, 41 Frequently Asked Questions About Retirement. It's loaded with actionable strategies that will help you pay fewer taxes, optimize your Social Security benefits, and so much more. Plus, it won't cost you a dime, so you got nothing to lose here. To get your free report, 41 Frequently Asked Questions About Retirement, be one of the first 10 callers who saved at least $250,000 for retirement right now. 877-500-0350. That's 877-500-0350. All right, so I would contend, Bud, that the sale of iPhones has more to do with the returns in the stock market than presidential elections. And I would agree with that only because we've both looked at the study that told us that. But but go ahead and explain. Uh, Well, so in in 2014, 18% of the stock market's return was due to the iPhone sales and what Apple stock did, mm-hmm. right? Talk about concentration. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, the, the point here is that there are other economic factors at play other than the election. And yes, there's no question that we have two diametrically opposed candidates for president right now who both have very different ideas for public policy. And you and I were talking before the show today that there's only really two things that can come out of Washington. One is monetary policy and the other is uh, fiscal fiscal policy. And right now, what else monetarily can be done that hasn't already been tried in the last eight years? There's probably a few, and I almost hate to say this word, tricks that are available to the Federal Reserve to do that. And remember, the Federal Reserve reports to Congress. I think it's important that people understand the dynamics of that. But realize that the Federal Reserve is limited in how much they can actually control the outcome of interest rates and things like that. And you're right, Dean. They have uh, pulled out every possible card they could to buy, be able to, excuse my words, trump the uh, the markets or the economy <laughs> uh, into a, a positive position with that. So monetary policy comes out of the Federal Reserve. Fiscal policy comes out of Congress. And it is my personal belief that the Federal Reserve has done it, bought as much as they could possibly do to keep this economy afloat. It is very weak. It's flat. As you stated in the opening remarks, we've had five consecutive uh, earnings quarters that have been negative. And that means it's time for fiscal policy to take uh, take a role in this. In fact, if you'll remember in testimony, even when Ben Bernanke was the chairman of the Federal Reserve, he said, Monetary policy has done what it has to do. It's now time for fiscal policy. So if you're wondering what is fiscal policy means, it means taxation. It means government spending, uh, the type of events that can take place. You'll all remember at the beginning of the Obama administration that we're going to have shovel-ready jobs. And remember, it was a year later when President Obama says, well, I guess those shovels really weren't ready. And, and, and we're going back and we're repeating that because now you're hearing from Hillary and you're hearing from Trump as well 
that they're going to create jobs through fiscal policy. Well, that's a positive because more people have jobs, more money will go back into the economy. That's a positive from that perspective. There's lots of other ways in that uh, some of those are taxes. So you've seen both people come out, both candidates, I should say, that have come out in support of lowering the taxes. Well, that's fine. We all would like to pay fewer taxes. But the question is, how can we support the amount of government expense that we have if we're not taking in more taxes to be able to cover those expenses? Right. It's got to be on both sides of the balance sheet, right? If you're going to cut taxes and you've got less revenue, you've got to cut spending. Yeah. And And that's been almost the most difficult part of any uh, president or any Congress is cutting spending. Exactly. You know, so it, it, whether or not you like Donald Trump or absolutely despise Donald Trump, if you would, uh, if I could take a quote out of his book, The Art of the Deal, there is something there, I think, for investors to think about. And that is, he said, if you'll protect your downside, the upside will take care of itself. And as simply stated as that is, that holds a lot of truth, I think, to retirees and investors in general. Well, let's go back to these prior presidential elections. And we talked about how there's a slight edge for Democrats with the stock market over Republicans. Historically speaking. Historically speaking, right? But we also talked about in the opening segment how when you look at market valuations of when certain presidents took over, it tells a lot about what the outcome of the markets were. For an example, when George W. took office in 2001, equity valuations were at the highest that they've ever been. They peaked out early yeah. in 2000, 157% above fair value. Yeah, if, and, you, if, you're, uh, if you were handicapping that, would you say he's got the ability of increasing over those high, high accelerated levels? No, I mean, if you go back to 1929, uh, equity valuations were 88% above fair value, so you were almost double that valuation uh, but right before the Great Depression uh, when George W. took over. And, you know, of course, uh, here we go when Barack Obama takes over, we've got equity valuations that were 12% below fair value, okay? Mm -hmm. So where they they had nowhere to go but up, right? Right. And so you ask yourself the question, where are equity valuations right now? And most of you don't know, but equity valuations are about 83% above fair value. So we're very close to where we were just before the Great Depression. Equity valuations actually peaked out last summer at about 86% above fair value, and we're hovering right around that level right now. So equity valuations are high. So whether Donald Trump comes in office or whether Hillary Clinton comes in office, I believe that we are going to be in for a period where it's going to be difficult to get super returns out of the equity markets. So what that means for those of you retiring and for those of you that are thinking about retiring in the next five years or so, it's critical, I mean critical, that you've got a plan to generate income in retirement. You, you need to start thinking about your money in, in different time buckets, okay? So you need to, have, you need to think about a, a bucket of money that you might draw off of for, say, the next five years, another bucket that you might draw off from years 6 through 14, and then another bucket that you draw off of 15 years and beyond. So that, that last bucket you can invest similar to the way you were back in your 40s, right? Mm-hmm. Even though equity valuations are high, you can afford some volatility in that. Obviously, we don't suggest that you just sit there and do some kind of a buy and hold in that 
you know, that long-term bucket because when equity valuations are at the levels they are today, you have to be prepared to protect yourself in the event that markets turn around. Absolutely. So people have been asking, clients have been asking me, is there any crystal ball out there? Well, I will tell you there is one that has an 86.4% success rate. And while elections may not have an impact on predicting the stock market, the stock market has shown that it has the ability of predicting the outcome of a president's uh, in elections. And you might say, well, what what are you talking about? Well, the statistics are pretty compelling. In the 22 presidential elections since 1928, 14 were preceded by gains in the three months prior. So what we're saying here is if the stock market has gains three months prior to uh, the election, the incumbent party wins. The incumbent party wins. If we have negative returns, almost assuredly we see it just the opposite. Eighty-six point four percent success rating off of that statistic alone um, has determined who's going to win the White House. So we there you got it. So what is the market going to do over the next three months? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we don't. You know, but getting back to what you said earlier, Dean, you know. Monetary policy is going to remain where it is. Federal Reserve has been handcuffed in raising rates. If that's the case, we still have a game system, meaning that we don't have very much choice in terms of where we're going to get our returns going forward with interest rates as as low as they are. And again, I I, I said this in the last segment, but I want to say it again. I can't guarantee much of anything in my possession, but I, in, in this position, but I can guarantee you this: this election is going to come and go, and we're going to have a new president, and I can guarantee you that you're still going to need to have a plan to generate income in retirement. And I can guarantee you, you're still going to have to pay for health care, and you're still going to have to pay taxes. No matter what happens and no matter who wins the election, life will go on. And if you don't have a financial game plan, especially if you're heading up to retirement or in retirement right now, you're setting yourself up to fail. Let us prove to you how easy it can be to get that plan done through our five-point retirement master plan. Don't let an event like the presidential election or a Brexit or the next Fed comment or anything else for that matter control your money or your retirement. You take control. You can do this with this five-point retirement master plan. The best news is we'll do it for you absolutely free. So you've got nothing to lose. Now, keep in mind that many of the strategies that we talk about here on this show work best for people who've saved at least a million dollars for retirement. But we also want to help those of you who are trying to get there. So if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, whether it's in your 401ks or IRAs or wherever it's at, I want you to be one of the first 10 callers right now. Schedule your analysis for your five-point retirement master plan. Call this toll-free number, 877-500-0350. That's 877-500-0350. 877-500-0350. You're listening to America's Wealth Management Show. I'm Dean Barber along with Bud Casper. We'll be right back. To get all your retirement concerns addressed, make sure to join Dean online at americaswealthmanagementshow.com. Taxation, Social Security, investment allocation, whatever it is that's on your mind, the information is there on americaswealthmanagementshow.com. And now, back to America's Wealth Management Show with Dean Barber and Bud Casper. Welcome back to America's Wealth Management Show. I'm your host, Dean Barber, along with Bud Casper. So, how will this presidential election impact your portfolio? How will it impact your retirement? No matter how many times we've seen presidential elections come and go, and we get a new president or we get an incumbent to stay in office, 
And no matter how many times the Fed speaks or no matter how many times we hear stuff happening over in Europe or China or whatever it is, everybody's always asking us the same things. Well, what's going to happen if, if, if Hillary wins? Well, what's going to happen if Trump wins? Well, what's going to happen if another country leaves the Euro uh, European Union. What's going to happen if China's economy continues to slow? Well, what, what's going to happen if the United States decides to go to zero or the a negative interest rate policy? Or what's going to happen if the Fed starts to raise rates? And and it's as if it's as if you, you all want to make a decision on your investment strategy based on these really short term events. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that. That is not the way successful people do it. That's not the way wealthy people do it. Let me explain to you how truly wealthy people not only got to be wealthy, but learned how to stay wealthy. Wealthy people understand money. And they also understand that you never, ever make an investment decision until you know exactly what you want your money to do and you understand what that investment decision is going to do. And wealthy people will look at what their money needs to do and then they're going to look at it and say, okay, how do I get my money to do what I need it to do and how do I get it to do that with two things? Number one, the least amount of risk possible and number two, the least amount of tax possible because they know that those are two huge wealth eroding factors, right? Mm-hmm. Investment losses erode wealth rapidly and Excess taxation erodes wealth rapidly, and, and, and it does it ongoing, right? Right. So you have to have a strategy that you can go back and say, let me, let, t- take me back to some prior market cycles. Take me back to cycles when equity valuations were high like they are today. And let's stress test this portfolio that you've got today, and let's see how it would do Historically speaking, now that doesn't tell us exactly what's going to happen in the future, but it can give us a good idea of what's likely to happen in the event that some of these different things come down the pipe. You know, we've made statements before where, you know, control what you can control. Well, the one thing that you can control better in retirement than at any point in your life is taxation. So it gives us a rare opportunity because instead of having the W-2 income that you've enjoyed all your working life is no longer there, it changes the dynamics of the tax structure rather dramatically. And if you know how to be able to traverse the taxes to be able to avoid making mistakes where one tax event causes another tax event, then you start winning the game because the outcome can be determined by the amount of tax that you can avoid paying if you have an overarching tax plan inside your retirement plan. Let's talk about this. So I, I want to give, I want to talk about it through a story. Met with one of my clients just this last week, and he's going to turn 60 in January, mm-hmm. and he's going to retire. And he's been uber focused on this idea you know, from early days of his employment that he needed to save, he needed to live within his means, he needed to control his debt, and he wanted to be able to have the freedom to do what he wanted to do later in life. Now, ultimately, he and his wife wanted to do this together. Unfortunately, she passed away of cancer uh, about three years ago. So, um, you know, he's going he's gonna to go into retirement by himself. He's got a lot of things he wants to do, some travel, um, you know, met a new companion and, and things like that. So he's excited. But the, the, the key here to this story is the fact that he has done a great job of creating tax diversification 
in his retirement plan. Mm -hmm. He's accumulated about $1.4 million. About 900000 of that is in IRA and 401k assets, and about a half a million is in accounts that are already being taxed. Okay, mm -hmm. So they're taxable accounts or after-tax money. Mm -hmm. He's going to have a small pension, and he's going to have his Social Security. Mm -hmm. And we carved out a plan that will allow him between age 60 and age 70 to spend down that taxable account at 400,000 over time mm -hmm. and supplement his pension and social security and at the same time he's doing that we will create a methodical Roth conversion strategy that will move his money from a tax deferred position paying taxes at about 15% That's over to over to a Roth IRA where it will be tax-free in the future. Mm -hmm. And over the next 10 years, we will get the majority of his money out of a traditional IRA into a Roth IRA, setting himself up for a very low tax environment from age 70 and beyond. And the reason why we did this is because we looked forward 10 years to when his required minimum distribution started. And if all he did, bud, was continue to defer the taxes on that money, as soon as he turns 70 and a half, the amount of taxes that he's going to owe due to the required minimum distribution coming on top of his Social Security and pension is going to exceed the amount of his Social Security check in just the first year. Mm -hmm. And by the time he's 76, 77 years old, the amount of taxes that he's having to pay because of the required minimum distributions will exceed both his pension and his Social Security. Mm-hmm. And, and he'll be paying taxes on those distributions at a higher rate than what he ever was in while he was working. And so many people, because they've saved in tax-deferred accounts, basically 401ks for the most part, you have a ticking time bomb and you don't even know it. When you turn 70 and a half, and whether you've taken money out in the prior years or not, you're still going to have to be <clears> – <throat> you're going to be forced by the government to take out money when you turn 70 and a half. When you take that money out and when it correlates with the other sources of income that you have, it can do what? It can raise you into a higher bracket. So now you've got income that is being forced out of your qualified account that you don't necessarily need, okay, right. and you're, you're still having to pay tax on it. Exactly right. And it's impacting the tax on the other uh, taxable events that you may have in your life as well. Right. It can cause capital gains that weren't necessarily taxable prior to become taxable. It can cause qualified dividends to become taxable. It can cause 85% of your Social Security to become taxable. It's a tax on a tax on a tax. It's a web that if you don't tackle this, it can be, it can be just a, an enormous wealth eroding factor in your retirement. So here's, here's the thing. As we said before, we can't guarantee a lot in our positions, right? Because, you know, there, there's a lot of things that are unpredictable. There's some things we can guarantee you. The election's going to come. The election's going to go. We're going to have a new president. And I can guarantee you, no matter if it's Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, I guarantee you, you're still going to need to have a plan to generate income in retirement. You're still going to need to have a plan to mitigate taxes in retirement. You're still going to need to have a plan on how you're going to pay for health care. The list goes on and on here. No matter who wins the election, life goes on. And if you don't have that financial game plan that's in place, that's in writing, that takes everything into consideration, you're setting yourself up for failure. Let us show you how easy it can be 
to take control of your retirement with our five-point retirement master plan. Don't let another event like a Brexit or the election or the next Fed comment or anything else take control of your money or your retirement. You take control. We'll do this five-point retirement master plan for you with no cost, no obligation, so you've got absolutely nothing to lose. Now, keep in mind, many of the strategies that we talk about here on America's Wealth Management Show work best for people who saved at least a million dollars for retirement. But we also want to help those of you who are trying to get there. So if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers right now. We'll prepare that five-point retirement master plan for you. No cost, no obligation. Call this toll-free number, 877-500-0350. That's 877 877- Five hundred zero three five zero, and again, we'd love to do this for everyone listening, but unfortunately, it's a lot of work, so we can only do it for the first ten qualified callers now. So call eight seven seven five hundred zero three five zero. That's eight seven seven five hundred zero three five zero. And believe it or not, whether it's Hillary Clinton or whether it's Donald Trump, there's something else that you need to have a plan for in retirement. We'll talk about that right after this break. To get all your retirement concerns addressed, make sure to join Dean online at americaswealthmanagementshow.com. Taxation, Social Security, investment allocation, whatever it is that's on your mind, the information is there on americaswealthmanagementshow.com. And now, back to America's Wealth Management Show, Dean Barber and your advisors at Bain O'Leary. Welcome back to America's Wealth Management Show. I'm your host, Dean Barber. Time to join Craig Bain. He's one of the founders and managing partners of Bain O'Leary, a wealth management firm with offices in Phoenix, Arizona, as well as the Twin Cities. Craig, good to have you here. Always good to be with you, Dean. So we're talking today about how this presidential election might impact a person's investments and even more importantly, their retirement. But before we jump into this segment, I want to remind our listeners that one of the pillars of retirement planning that we talk about in almost every show is your Social Security benefits. And if you don't get this exactly right, it could cost you dearly. It's easy to leave tens, if not $100,000 or more, on the table. So I want to get you a copy of our latest report, The Five Things Retirees Should Know About Social Security. It breaks down what's complicated into simple and easy-to-understand terms, and it'll help you wring every nickel out of your Social Security benefits that are rightfully yours. There's no cost, so you've got nothing to lose. As long as you've saved at least 250000 for retirement, just call this toll-free number. We'll send you that report right away. It'll be in your email box within just a couple of minutes. The phone number, 877-500-0350. Ask for the five things retirees should know about Social Security, 877-500-0350. So, Craig... You've been asked this dozens of times. So have I. What happens if Hillary wins? What happens if Trump wins? What, what's going to be the outcome? What's the market going to do? What's the economy going to do? What are tax rates going to be? What should I do? And, you know, it's not only that. It's what happens if another country leaves the European Union? Or what happens if China's economy continues to slow? Or what happens if the Fed raises interest rates? In other words, what I'm saying is people are constantly trying to figure out what these ultra-short-term events are going to do, and they're making investment decisions based on that. And you and I both know that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it is. You know, uh, these these one-off events are not going to have 
a major long-term impact on the market. They, there are events that they do have impact. It's usually fairly short-lived. It's when you put lots of events together over time, they're going to create a, a different environment. But the bottom line is presidential elections come, go. We get new presidents. Things go on. And what's more important is that people understand that what they need to have is a solid plan that's going to determine uh, their success or failure and give them a roadmap to follow in retirement because what they really have to be concerned about is generating the income that they need. Yeah, uh, a change of president might have a short-term effect on the value of their accounts, but in the long haul, we've done research on this, and presidential elections rarely have major long-term lasting impact one way or the other on uh, investment accounts. Well, it's, it's the market cycles, really, that are going to determine where the markets are going. Let, let's just give an example. Let's step, step back to uh, Richard Nixon, who was elected in 1969 and served till 1974. When Nixon took office... In 1969, equity valuations were over 50% above fair value. And, and, and there had only been one time in history prior to that that equity valuations were higher than that, and that was just before the Great Depression, 1929. So Richard Nixon inherited a market that was bloated due to the uh, post-war boom of the 1950s and even into the 1960s. Yeah, so where's it going to go from there? Exactly, right? And, and so you take a look at when... Uh, Ronald Reagan took office in 1981, and equity valuations were over 50% below fair value. Where were they going to go from there? By, the, t- by the time, by the time you, you got into George W. Bush in 2001, you, know, uh, you, you had equity valuations that were 157% above fair value. Never in the history of the markets had we seen valuations that high again. Now, when Barack Obama took office, equity valuations were 12% below fair value. Today, equity valuations are once again elevated to extreme levels, 83% over fair value. That could tell us a lot more about what's coming down the pike as far as the economy and the markets go than who is elected, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. And so having a plan and understanding how different asset classes perform when these markets are as elevated as they are today is far more important than worrying about what, is going to, what the market's reaction is going to be to either Hillary or Donald. Exactly. It's not going to really make a big difference who gets elected. It really is about where is the market valued. And right now we know it's way above fair market value. Uh, We've all been talking about the fact that uh, a correction is coming. We just don't know exactly when. And that's why we're paying such close attention to it so that we can anticipate these things. But beyond that, anybody that works with us as a client, as well as those that work with your firm, we've already taken steps within their plan that we've developed for them to take into account those kinds of changes and moves in the market. And, you know, they're going to have downside protection so that they don't lose a huge uh, portion of their overall value and they'll still be able to meet their goals and, and uh, desires for retirement. And that, and that really is the key. Backing up for just a minute, getting rid of all the noise that's coming out from the media, getting rid of all the hype and saying, okay, what resources do you have today to get you to retirement? 
what do you need or want to have happen in retirement? How much income are you going to need? And then start measuring, how am I going to get the most out of Social Security? What's my plan to pay the least amount of taxes possible? And then all of a sudden, what you arrive at is you arrive at a, a, a the, the age-old question is, what does my money need to do in order for me to meet my objectives? And then you can create the portfolio that is customized specifically for you that does two things. Number one, it helps you achieve your goals with the least amount of risk possible and the least amount of tax possible. That's the key. But there's work involved in making sure that that all happens, Greg. That's not just something that you read a book about and go figure out how to do it on your own. No, you certainly can't. We, and, you know, we've long since given up the notion that we could do a better job developing portfolios, measuring risk for our clients than the professionals that we actually turn that job over to. And that's why we turn to the professionals who do this every day for a living. And the portfolios we use take into account all of those factors that need to be considered. I can't imagine somebody trying to do this on their own uh, being able to have a long-term record of success. It's next to impossible when most advisors can't even deliver that if they're trying to build portfolios themselves. You you know, and, and, and we can't. We can't predict who's going to win the election. There's not a lot that we can guarantee, but there's a few things that I can guarantee you. This election's going to come and go, and we're going to have a new president. And I guarantee you that whether it's Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, you're still going to need to have a plan to generate income in retirement. And I can guarantee you you're still going to have to pay for health care in retirement, and you better have a plan on how you're going to do that. And I can guarantee you that you're still going to have to pay taxes in retirement, and you better have a plan on how to mitigate those taxes or you're going to pay far more than you need. And I can guarantee you that you're going to be faced with social security claiming decisions. I can guarantee you you're going to be faced with investment decisions. No matter what happens in this election, no matter who wins, life will go on. But if you don't have a financial game plan, you're setting yourself up to fail. Let the advisors at Bain O'Leary prove to you how easy it can be to get that plan set up with their customized five-point retirement master plans. Don't let an event like the election or the next Fed announcement or the next Brexit deal or anything else control your money or your retirement. You take control. The advisors at Bain O'Leary will prepare for you this five-point retirement master plan absolutely free so you've got nothing to lose. But keep in mind, many of the strategies that we talk about here on America's Wealth Management Show are best suited for people who've saved at least a million dollars for retirement. But the advisors at Bain O'Leary want to help those of you that are trying to get there as well. So if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers right now and schedule your appointment for your five-point retirement master plan. Here's the toll-free number, 877-500-0350. That's 877-500-0350. They can only do this for the first 10 qualified callers now. So pick up the phone and call 877 500 0350. Craig, thanks for being part of America's Wealth Management Show. I'm Dean Barber, along with Craig Bain, one of the founders and managing partners of Bain O'Leary. Hope you enjoyed our show today, and we'll talk to you soon. and advisory services offered through National Planning Corporation, NPC, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Additional advisory services offered through Barber Financial Group, BFG, a registered investment advisor. Bain O'Leary, BFG, and NPC are separate and unrelated companies.